The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Twisted Tuesday has begun. Let's do this thing as Messi's magic continues. Inter-Miami's journey continues into the Leagues Cup championship game where they will take on Nashville. Nashville SC advanced to the Leagues Cup championship final. They'll host Inter-Miami after beating Monterey uh, this evening. This tournament has been lit and it's coming to an end in a similar fashion that the Women's World Cup tournament has been lit and it's coming to an end. Soccer's just a great sport. These big-time tournaments always produce drama. Euro Cup, World Cup, Women's World Cup, this League's Cup has really produced a ton of drama. It's been a lot of fun, and there's one game left. It's unbelievable what Inter-Miami are doing on the pitch as Inter-Miami beat Philadelphia 4-1 to advance to the League's Cup final. Before Messi came to the team, Inter-Miami won five games in 22 matches this year. Since he's arrived, they've won five games um, already. <laughs> They've already won five games. Like, uh, you, man. And it's funny, too, because, you know, when Messi came, everybody was excited. Hey, it's going to be great. Adds a little bit of entertainment, and it's going to bring money to the league, and people are going to pay attention. Nobody, nobody thought that Messi and Inter Miami were going to take over. North American soccer like this. Like, they're, they're beating the Mexican teams. They're beating up on MLS teams. Philadelphia's a pretty good team. Now, if you were Inter-Miami, you probably would have preferred if Monterey uh, was victorious tonight because then that match would have taken place at Inter-Miami. But instead, now game is at Nashville. So Inter-Miami do have to go to Nashville. We'll get you a number uh, for this game a little bit uh, about this so Messi scores again it was minus 150 for Messi to score a goal yet they scored in the first 10 minutes again it, you know, it was like plus 333 it went all the way down to plus 275 before kickoff and they did they did again they scored in the game's opening minutes it was Martinez that scored the first goal of the game he was like plus 650 just you know just incredible stuff so speaking of incredible stuff you can't really even quantify, like, put into words how crazy this Women's World Cup has been unless you're actually watching it and you're feeling it. You're like, you're actually living it, like, you know what I mean, like, live. 
So we didn't think we could talk, uh, you know, uh, top Australia and France from the other night. Well, we pretty much did, except in a different way last night. Absolute insanity. Absolute insanity between Spain and Sweden last night. Spain and Sweden were scoreless going into the 82nd minute. You want to talk about, like, all right, we're about to hit the under two and a half. We're about to hit the under one and a half. We're about to uh, hit that draw that we talked about. Like, we were about to hit everything. There's, you know, we're in the 82nd minute of a scoreless match. And you know what's nuts, too? There were a couple of earlier chances. There were a couple of sporadic chances throughout the game. But things really weren't crazy at that point. And, in fact, I even thought, you know what, it looks like they're both just going to coast into, like, extra time here. And then, boom, Spain scores in the 82nd minute. Then, boom, Sweden scores. Then, boom, Spain scores again. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, but everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. The Twisted Tuesday has begun. Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Network. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. Messi scores his ninth goal of the League's Cup as Inner Miami advance into the championship game where they will take on Nashville. Nashville, a dramatic victory tonight against Monterey. Monterey, a solid. Mexican team, a blue blood, but Monterey were up against it. There were just too many road games. And let's not forget this, right? Let's not forget that these League MX teams were at a distinct disadvantage, although not in all the stadiums. Let's be real. I mean, the Chicago Fire players got pelted by Club America fans at Soldier Field, right? So they weren't at a disadvantage in all the stadiums, but this tournament, you know, it was it, it's been all MLS. Right, it's, you know, they're, they're, in, they're in MLS stadiums. But Messi does it again, man. The guy scored nine goals. Uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable what um, what Inter-Miami have become with Messi. So they make it to the championship game. We've got the Women's World Cup um, that we're going to hit tonight. you got Australia and England. Last night it was crazy, stupid drama from Australia in the Women's World Cup. Spain have already cashed their ticket into the championship game. Anthony Richardson has cashed his ticket as the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, and I think rightfully so. As good as, listen, Gardner Minshew's a pretty good quarterback, and Gardner Minshew's a very good teammate. And Gardner Minshew and Anthony Richardson are a nice combo in case Anthony Richardson gets hurt. Gardner Minshew was there to step up and in, but you didn't draft this kid fourth overall not to play him. And it's not like the Indianapolis Colts um, have a lot to play for or a lot of positives around them, albeit supposedly Jonathan Taylor is softening his stance. I, he knows he's got to get the money and he's got he's to show up to get paid. Jamie Eisenberg will step up and we'll talk some football, NFL football. Jamie Eisenberg will talk some props, fantasy football. What are his thoughts on Anthony Richardson being named the starting quarterback? We know that Bryce Young's the starting quarterback in the Carolina Panthers, and it looks like C.J. Stroud's about to be named the starting quarterback in the Houston Texans. It's a rookie wave in the National Football League. Andrew McKinnis will step up and then Jamie Eisenberg, the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Vent your rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe. The Twisted Tuesday. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. Jamie Eisenberg will step up and then look forward to talking NFL football. Countdown to kickoff is on. We'll talk some preseason football tonight. We'll talk about the National Football League regular season and the implication of, of Anthony Richardson being named the starting quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. Anybody that's watched him play knows he's super talented. And I'm going to say, like, listen, I basically think that the modern sports fan has never been stupider and the takes have never been worse. And I don't really think the media are all that much better, right? I mean, Colin Coward was talking about Dwayne Haskins doesn't have what it takes to win a Super Bowl. No, no, he doesn't, uh, Colin, because he's dead, right? But I know you're an NFL insider and expert, right? So, like, the type of stuff, but, like, Anthea Richardson, it's funny. You hear people talk, oh, you know, he did this in college. He did that in college. Did you watch Did you watch uh, Josh Allen in college in Wyoming? Like, how, how did Eli Manning do in college? Right? Like, oh, Patrick Mahomes. How was Patrick Mahomes in college? His teams were like four and eight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like five and seven or whatever. Right? It's funny, like, when people think about college, like, college has nothing to do with, like, with, with pros. In fact, guys that are good in college generally aren't good in the pros. So it's sort of like the other way around. So, like, it's funny, like, hearing takes about Anthony Richards saying, like, it's like him playing at Florida. Right? No, he's going to be better in the National Football League than he was at Florida. Right? Like, it's some players are better. Right? And it's the whole thing. You're not drafting a player for what he did in college. You're drafting a player for what you project him to actually do. But it's like people, like, think because a kid did something in a college game that it's going to, like, it matters or it translates into what's going to happen in the National Football League. But anybody to watch them play, he does look like Cam Newton. Right to me, you know what I mean. He's he's you know when you watch him, it's hard not to think of Cam Newton. He's bigger than everybody. He just sort of glides when he runs. It doesn't look like he's running fast, but he actually is. Right? There's a lot. He's a fascinating player. We'll get into his player props. There's props up obviously already for him um, right now. Do I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to be good? No. But do I think that Anthony Richardson can light it up and put up some big time? 
numbers and be a great fantasy quarterback and be a great prop bet and uh, and all that type of stuff and DFS? Hell yeah, I do. Let's bring in Andrew McKinnis uh, right now. A lot of stuff to unpack. Andrew McKinnis in the house. What's going on, McKinnis? How you doing tonight? Doing very well, Gabe. Good to be here with you, man. And I could not agree with you more. I think that sometimes, especially this day and age, there's so many different ways to attack a player. He very well could be a great player prop, fantasy guy, and his team could get blown out of the water every game. You know what I mean? He could be a guy that still makes us money without his team winning many games. Well, that's exactly right. We're, we're in an era right now, where, especially with football, Andrew. It's crazy. I remember last year there was a, the Chiefs were playing on Monday Night Football, and more people bet at FanDuel on Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown than they did on the side or total of the game. That's wow. like, yeah, like that's you know, that's all you need to know now. But the modern the modern sports better. They don't even care who's going to win the game. A lot of these people that bet on the games, like younger people. A lot of them, they don't care if the Lakers win or lose. They care if AD gets the rebound prop, right, or the double-double. And, well, you know, this this is the new world that we're in right now of sports betting. But, you know, the younger, younger generation, especially for NFL football, man, and baseball. We see baseball betters, but baseball betting is kind of a niche thing. NFL football betting is like you know as big as big as it gets, but the props used to just sort of be an afterthought, uh, McKinnis. Now they're like they're the biggest thing on the block. You know what I find funny about like sides and totals, like more so sides. I feel like sides, side bets are kind of like a pride thing. Like people feel almost like cooler if they were able to predict which team yes. was going to win or cover the it's points. It's a challenge, spread, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel any less cool if I'm making money, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Like, I, like there's certain points in no, the year you're right. where I go through waves in the NFL season where certain things are going well for me. I'm on a good totals run. I'm on a good props run. I'm, I'm predicting receivers very well. You know, I've, last year I got on a good run with field goal kickers. You know what I mean? Like, I do not care how I'm making that money, but it is interesting. And I did catch, like, only, like, probably, like, 10 minutes of your show earlier today uh, when I was driving. And I heard you guys talking about running rushing props with quarterbacks and how you can get ahead of those early but also looking at season long props and that's actually something I've looked at for the very first time this year on our prop show every Friday we've been breaking down season long props for certain guys and every week I'm not look I'm not locking in all these breakdowns I'm doing but it is very interesting to look at because from the prop standpoint you know if a guy goes off two three weeks in a row that number is not going to be the same versus you get that season long number you're locked in. Anthony Richardson's rush yard prop is 675 and a half yards. That's laughable. It's actually laughable. Like if if you would give me odds, I would actually be willing to bet that he gets this in the first five games of the season. I'm not even exaggerating. Like I'm not kidding. Like you know what I mean? Like if you told me, listen, it's 675 yards, six games. I'll give you, you know what I mean? I'll give you a plus 300. I'd be like, sold. I'll do it. Right? I'd, I'd be in. To me, he could be like a 100, 100, a game, 100 yards a game type of guy, even though he's a quarterback. Now, they don't want that. Now, I'm not stating that he's going to rush for 1,700 yards, obviously. But I think 1,000 is more than manageable and within reach. What about and pass attempts, Gabe? I don't think they're going to throw the football very much. Number one, Jonathan Taylor will play for them. 
So their best player is their running back. Number two, they have a rookie quarterback whose strength is the he's fast as hell and he can run past or you know run, run through you or around you, and they don't really have anyone to throw the football to. So that's to, you know, to me, it's about like you know what I mean. I'm, if I'm looking at Anthony Richardson props, I, the only thing I'm looking at here is his total rush yards at 675 and a half. Now the only thing that can beat us here is injury. Yeah, whatever. Injury can, you know, derail any sports bet. So that that's that's always a risk. And it, it it's a risk when you're talking about a quarterback that's running around and stuff. Football players get hurt, right? They do. But to me, he's kind of a lower risk than most because he's so big. Right? Like he's six four. Like, you know what I mean? He's literally six four, two hundred and fifty-two pounds. And he's fast as hell. So like, who's going to hurt him? And so it's not like, oh, if he gets lit up. It's like, I don't know, he's going to get lit up. But the thing is, he's literally bigger than linebackers are. And he's kind of the same size as the modern D-line guy, to be honest, McKinnis. Right? So, like, when you hits. see it. Yeah, so he's not really – so I'm not really fearful, oh, he's going to get hurt or something like that. Like, I saw him play against the Bills on, on Saturday, and – Every time Bill players tackled him, it didn't look fun. Like, it looked like they kind of, like, got up a little slow. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You know, like, basically, dude, he's Derrick Henry, but he's a quarterback. Right? So, but he's faster than Derrick Henry. But he's built like Derrick Henry. So, like, when he starts running, bro, and I don't think the Colts old line is any good either. He's going to be running for his life. Right? And they suck. So, <laughs> he's going to yeah. be running well, that, for his life. That's what I'm saying, right? He's going to go over this number easily. I, you know, like, honestly, you know, like, I'm going to throw it out there. I say he gets in between, like, 900 and, like, you know, 1,000 yards in that territory. But he sails over this number. I'm not somebody that ever really bets these first-half prop plays. I find that kind of ridiculous. Even with, like, baseball, I don't bet, like, first three or five-inning team totals or player props. But, like, I think that that could be the case with him as far as the rushing prop goes because the reason why I bring up the pass attempts, I liked betting on teams that weren't very good last year, their quarterbacks' pass attempts, not completions or yards, simply based on the fact that if they're going to be in games and they're down a lot, they're going to have to throw the ball quite a bit. And look, the division's not very good, but when they're not within the division, even look at their first two games, I mean, um, Jags and Texans, but then after that, like Ravens, they're going to have to throw the ball, man. They're going to have to compete. They can't just run the ball all game. I think pass attempt props are a lot like strikeout props. The, there's no value. The numbers are too sharp. It'll always land, like, right around what the, the, the prop actually is. With a few exceptions. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Class, this is Sports Ranch. I am Gable Branch. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people to bust them, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it. Andrew McKinnis from Wager Talk in the house. So uh, every, a lot of the people from the betting world were in uh, Vegas for the bet bash, and now there's another bash this week, the Wager Talk. So it's like an, an annual thing. Uh, most of the Wager Talk handicappers, uh, a lot of which are in Vegas already and or who are not, uh, go to Vegas, big get-together. Teddy Covers always has a big barbecue um, that everybody goes to to sort of kick kickstart the, the season. And Andrew McInnes will be in attendance. Are you looking forward to a weekend of debauchery in Las Vegas, Nevada, Andrew? I'm looking forward to it. I'm pumped, man. Uh, I usually don't get too excited for stuff like this until like the night before. My flight's early morning tomorrow, so um, kind of getting pumped up and just looking forward to a really fun couple days. And I just love going to Circa, like Circa Stadium Swim. That stuff, I could just sit there all day and, and just hang out, bet on games. And uh, I love Stadium Swim. So just walking around, people watching and getting together with everybody is great. And uh, probably nowhere else I really play blackjack. I don't really play table games any other casinos when I go to Montreal or New York, Boston. Vegas is the only place I'll really get after the table games. Listen, Stadium Swim is beautiful. And listen, Circus Sportsbook is awesome. It's it's like super modern and cool and new. So everything's like new, right? A lot of things in Vegas are just sort of like, you know. <laughs> like, really you old? Really want to, yeah, you know, really like, I don't know if I really want to sit in this chair. But uh, <laughs> like Cir Circa is really nice. Everything's brad new. The book is incredible, but it's, you know, and, I, and they're not a sponsor of ours or anything like that, so I'm not getting paid to say this, but the atmosphere in there really is good. Like, during, I was there for, like, a college football Saturday. I've been there a few times, but a college football Saturday was just really off the hook, right? Like, some of the books, and, you know what I mean, you, you're going to get some people, but half the people are passed out and or whatever, and, like, like Circa, like, every, it's just super electric. But one thing I'll say about the stadium swim, and it's super cool, it's a cool concept and all that, but i got to be honest, for me, I stay inside for the most part, and... There's just too many dudes, like, in that pool, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like some pool that's like, oh, this is great. Like, you know what I mean? It's like it's a bunch oh, of dudes watching sports. It's like it's a lot of guys. So, so I'm like, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't mind the pool, but I'm just saying I don't even want to be in a pool with, like, 3,000 dudes watching a game. But I get it. It's cool. It is nice out there and stuff like that. Uh, but Circa is a great property. That's just me, McKinnis. I'm just being real. Right? Like I agree time, with you. Hey, every time kid. somebody posts a picture, 
They're like, oh, look, I'm in Stadium Swim. It's like you're posting a picture with you and like five other dudes together in a pool. It's like, is that supposed to impress me? <laughs> Good for you. Have fun with that. The <laughs> ratio is like nine to one. Uh, yeah. Maybe if that, you know. I, I, I hear you. Look, I'm not going there to swim. I'll put it that way. It looks cool. I'm going there to watch games. We've got a cabana. It's a good time, but I, I hear you. It, it's all dudes. I don't think there's that many girls that are uh, that are going there. There probably are some there, but uh, I'll tell you what, too, man. Like, working from home and not a lot of people being from my area that work in the betting industry, it's also just nice to, sh nice to shake some hands and see people, like, in person. Like, when I, I've, I've seen you, like, I think, what, two or three times in person, Gabe? It's nice to actually see some people in person when every single day I'm just talking to my computer, talking to the, my webcam. It's nice to actually be like, oh, yeah, you're actually a real person, you know, and get together in person once a year. No, it is true. Um, it is. It's crazy how there's a lot of people that you speak to in the media. Like I've spoken, to, I know a lot of people I've spoken to that I haven't met before. You know what I mean? But but they've been on my show for years or whatnot. I've never actually met them, but you feel like you do know them. But it is. It's always cool to actually meet people. Uh, in it's cool to meet people. Uh, in person, especially you know, I mean, for me, I used to always have a good time like meeting, um, meeting the viewers, right, and fans of the show and stuff like that. Yet, in a modern era, like I said, I do l less live shows. People leave their homes less. People like it's a different era now, right? And and you know, what I mean, it's a different, uh, it's a different thing. So it's cool to see that Wager Talk still does these things. And, and, you know, goes out of the way and has the meet and greets and people can come down and take pictures and go out and have drinks with people that they listen to and watch and stuff. That's the cool part I find about it. It's motivating, honestly. Like, when you see, like, on YouTube or, like, our podcast and stuff, like, I love our hockey show we do during the year. It's cool seeing the views come in, but when you see somebody in person, you know, say, like, hey, man, I watch every day or, like, I love when you bash on this team or player, it's it's awesome. You know, there was a 85-year-old woman that walked up to me drinking red wine and said, I don't know how you and Carmine put up with each other and all your guests. Like, I love watching every single day she watches. Like, she's like I have my morning <laughs> coffee and I watch you guys. Like, that brought a smile on my face, man. Yeah, that is nice. Exactly. So you never you never really know who's out there, and uh, and and watching. So as as we stated, yeah, the circa you've got the circa contest. So are you going to enter any of these contests when you're there? You you better like that's still you know you're gonna you're there. You might as well. So what about the contests? Yeah, I th this will actually be my, be my first year doing it, Gabe. Um, I've never actually done one of those contests before, and I was trying to figure out kind of what I wanted to do, like if I wanted to do a team of five or if I wanted to just go on in on it with one person, kind of thing like that. So I've just got one buddy from back home. Um, we're just doing the Circa Millions, like the, the pick five contests. Um, the same one that you did with like Steve Merrill and a couple other guys, that's the one I'm doing this year uh, for the first time. I, I don't well, mind we did doing the, it with we a did bunch the... of people. We were in the Westgate Superbook contest. We weren't in the circuit. Oh, oh, okay. My fault. Yeah. But uh, I, I just wanted to do two people to start because I, I, I feel I felt like I would do have too much bickering with some people, uh, some of my buddies. So I wanted to just keep it with just me and one other guy. Yeah. You know what? It is. It's an experience. Um, I've been part of I've been a part of multiple teams over the years, and it's always super annoying, and I never want to do it again. And then I always just do it before the year starts. I'm like, yeah, whatever. My problem is, and I say this like in a good way, but we've won before. 
So even though it's annoying, like we've actually won, you know what I mean? Like last year, we won. Me, Steve Merrill, it was me, Steve Merrill, Cam, and Paul Bovey. And what did we win? We won, um, I think, what do I forget? I think it was $32,000 or something like that. Sweet, sweet. And that range? Let me ask you this. No, was, no, so I think, I think it, it cool? was 22, 22 or 23. I think, I think, yeah, I think it was about five each, actually. I think it was about 25,000. Sweet, 000. sweet. We won the first what, three weeks. It? We had the second best record for the first three weeks of the contest. And, and Carmine won like 100K, right, from Circa, because he actually yes. had the best record in the first three weeks. The Circa one pays more than the, the sports book one that we were in. But the thing is, the Superbook one has less people in it, McInnes. You see okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Right. Dude, when you get into these contests and there's 3,000 people in it, it's kind of random. Right? It's For not, sure. You know what I mean? Like, any, when there's that many people, somebody's just going to randomly be, like, 80% or something. It's just... Oh, that, that, Gabe, that's why when you said to me, like, well, you have to be doing it, it's like, you know what? Everyone says you have to do it, but do I want to donate a 1000 bucks? No, I know, you know? I know, I know. <laughs> well, you know what? Ask you this. So, ask yourself, and I've thought the same thing, yeah. so ask. So, say, let's say, okay, this. Let's say you took the $1,000 and you just took five... You bet. I did that. Like, I didn't enter the contest, like, once a couple of years ago. It was, like, like in a COVID, in the, one of the COVID years. Like, the COVID year. Like, we, we didn't, I didn't do it. It was, like, the first time I didn't do it in years. And I just decided, all right, you know what? I'll just take this money, and I'll just play this. I'll just pretend I'm in the contest. And I'll play five games, $500 each. Every game. And I'll see what happens. Because, to be honest, that's what I do, McKinnis. I play $500 on every game I bet in the contest. So it's pretty cool. Like one year, like, you know, we were like 25 games over 500. So I think we won money in the contest and do the math. Plus I bet $500 on every game, right? So I figured, okay, so since, you know, I'll just take the money that I would take for entering the contest and create a bankroll for the season and let's see what we end up at the end. So there's different ways of going about it. I totally get it, right? You know what I mean? There's, yeah. But what about the Survivor? Do you prefer to do the five games and the Survivor one? The Survivor? No, I, like a like a Survivor contest, like just pick one every week, like those. Yeah, contests? because that's the one. Yeah, the Circa would pay six million dollars to win the Survivor. Six million dollars to the winner. Last year there See, were two the, people that won, so they split it. It was three million each. The only thing about those, Gabe, is like I feel like most people that end up doing well in those. From my understanding, is they're they're entering multiple multiple times, you know. So I, I do yes. a bunch of like um, that's that's stuff a good that's another like, great point, McKinnis, that you just brought yeah. up, bro. Like, how do you have the same advantage against like someone that's going to enter five times in each one of the contests or whatever the max entry is? So you know what I mean? Like you're kind of playing a lottery ticket to begin with, right? You kind of I'll but tell you what. One entry against their five. Yes, exactly. But I'll tell you like. It's hard to come up with five games, so, like, people that do the multi... And I'll tell you, I know. Like, I was on, like, three teams before, and it got frustrating. I ended up just getting mad and giving the same damn picks to every team. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like you said, I'm arguing with three different teams, and everyone's got a different argument and stuff. It gets annoying, bro. Right? Like, I didn't, like... I was, I was like, I can't deal with this. I don't... I'm too old to deal with this. I cannot, like...
But everybody goes through it. It's one of those deals. Because honestly, McKinnis, not everybody wants to dish out the $1,000 plus the proxy fees on their own. Right? Because you figure, all right, whatever. I'll just chip in, you know, 250 bucks, and we'll hope for the best. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. About these, uh, the contest, the super contest, the circa contest, and um, and uh, whether you know what's what's the strengths and weaknesses of playing these things. Number one, they're a lot of fun, right? So they are a lot of fun. If you get hot and stuff, like it does make you know Sundays interesting, and it's 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 fun. Like the national media is following these things, and you know what I mean. Like, I remember, like, when we were killing it, people were like, who the hell is that team? And they're like, oh, that's the Morancy dude and Cam, you know what I mean? And those guys. And, like, so it's it's fun finding out who all these little groups are when you find out their names. Like, who they actually are. It's like, oh, I actually know those guys. Like, I'm like, who are the four ballers? Oh, okay, I know those guys. Right? Like, so that it is fun. But at the same point in time, you have to... You have to win like over 60% to win money, to get money back. But the cool thing about these contests is now that they didn't have before is that you win like for like three-week records, and they have all kinds of mini prizes, the best record every month, like the, the first week, this and that. Like they need, you know, they're trying, it's like a competition. There's so many of them now that there's all kinds of these bonus type things. Like I got to be honest with you, I didn't even know last week, like uh, last year half the time what we were playing for. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, there's a three-week contest and that thing and of the month, and if we win this and we get that, like, uh, you know, whatever, dude. You know, try to pick as many winners as you can and um, and, and then, and then you, you, you hope for the best. The survivor is tough, though, but um, it is a lot of fun, uh, McKinnis. And one thing, though, that you'll find interesting about this is I never would have thought it was like I remember like uh, Dave Malinsky, who I was good friends with. He passed away years ago. A really smart handicapper, smart guy, lived in Vegas forever. And he literally lived across the street from the Hilton. OK, like, you know, the golf course in the back. He lived on the golf course. Uh, it's where they filmed the movie Casino and stuff where the helicopter lands and all that. So he lived there. And I remember once I, I met him 
and I was putting my picks in for the contest on Saturday morning. And I met him at the sports book. And I said to him, I said, you're not in a contest. I said, I said, you live across the street, but you've never, you don't, you don't even enter the contest ever. And uh, he told me, he goes, Gabriel, I've never liked five games on an F NFL Sunday in my life. And at the time, I thought, man, I like like almost every one of them. That's my problem, right? <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't have a problem coming up with five. Now that I'm older, McKenna, sometimes. I have a hard time liking five games, bro. Like, once there's real money on, like, it sounds crazy to say, but, like, you know, if you know, it's like, yeah, if I go 5-0 and this week, we're going to win, like, $118,000. It's not easy to find five games that you like, like, suddenly. You know what I mean? When real money's on the line. It changes everything. Well, that's the exact thing, right? I mean, entering this, there's so many different ways. You talk about it just being fun. You know, I know some people that do it just because they feel like they're actually going to bet less during the year if they have that to just cheer on, you know, or some people are doing that because they, you know, they've got a group like, you know, some people do or different things like that. But to the point you talked about earlier, the percentage that you have to hit or how many people you're competing against, and then you throw in that factor you just mentioned, it's a really good point, you know, like, Imagine if there's two games you really like, like I'm talking you really like, and you bet those personally, you're talking about that on every show you do, but then in that contest, you go two and three. Those three picks that you forced, lost, but the two picks you really, really liked and talked about on every one of your shows, released to clients, whoever you're talking to, right? They win easily, but the other three lose. To me, that would really bug me. Right. To me, it's, you know, whether it's the CFL or whatever it is I'm betting, you know, like like we talked about it last week for about five, ten minutes together. Like I've done a lot better in the MLB when I've released like five plays a week before it was like two or three a day. Just so I think it's record. a really good point there that uh, if you're being forced to release five when you only like two could be a problem. Just for the record, it's just MLB. Uh, it's a new new thing that people the MLB. It's not the major. It's just just MLB. <laughs> you know, I heard you say the the MLB, um, and I've heard other people say league. that too. Yeah, yeah, but it's just Major League Baseball. It's not the Major League Baseball. The MLB. Yeah, it's not the. It's just MLB. <laughs> it's just MLB. I used to actually get called out for that when I was doing a public address announcing. Uh, there was a school, local school, Dalhousie, and I used to say, welcome to the Dalplex. And my boss would walk over and say, Andrew, it's just Dalplex. Don't call it the Dalplex. Yeah, so you see, the I just said, this, I just said the same thing to you. It's not the, yeah. there's no the in this. No, <laughs> but other, because, like, it's like saying in the NBA, in the NFL, it does, like, it. Yeah, that is true, right? <laughs> but it's like you hear, like, people in the, in the MLB. No, no, it's, that, that doesn't work for that one. It's just, just MLB. MLB. Yeah. Just MLB. Well, Major I appreciate League you saying that. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, and it's funny that someone told you about the thing before. And I saw someone rage about this, too. They said, why the F do people call Major League Baseball the MLB now? They're like, what's wrong with people? And I was like, this person's <laughs> right. I was like, I don't know what the hell's wrong with these kids. <laughs> but it's not the MLB. But well, I appreciate younger you people saying do that, it. though. Younger people do I appreciate do you it. saying that. Like if I had something well, on my shirt... I don't want you to tell me. If I had a stain on my shirt, I'm sitting across the room from you. Tell oh, me. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. say something wrong, tell me. Some yeah. people won't do that. And you're, I'm telling you, it's not just me. Like, ask someone and say, Marenzi told me that, like, it sounds crazy, like, to say the MLB. They'll, they'll, I'm telling you. Like, uh, they'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not calling you oh, no. out. Like, I believe it's you. It's a word slip. But I was just saying, it's a pet peeve of mine. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's not the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
It Jeez, is your pet, I got a lot of worse pet peeves than you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be a good media teacher, trust me. I know, like, what, like, not, like, I'd be like, that's not good. <laughs> like, don't say that. Um, all right, CF out. Let's rock. The Edmonton Elks. Man, they looked good last week, right? They had Trey Ford in a quarterback. There was definitely a new spark. There was an energy. They played well. The problem was, you know what I mean? They, they had a hard time sustaining it, and they were playing against a good football team. Now they're getting five and a half points. Should be noted that they fired their president today or yesterday, yeah, whatever. And um, then they blocked everybody on Twitter. Never good one of pro sports teams does not allow comments on their social media. Agreed. So, guys, you can't just live in denial like this and not just let people say you suck, but that's what they want to do, and it makes it just even worse. Like, they actually shut their Twitter. Like, no one could comment on the Edmonton Elks Twitter page now because people are like, you guys just fired uh, the team CEO and president who's super popular that has nothing to do with player roster decisions. Like, it's not his fault. The, 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 the coach is the one that sucks. But the question is, can they cover the five and a half against Hamilton McKinnis? They most certainly can, Gabe. I have not I think bet they on can the too. Elks, right? Yeah, they can do it. You know, we're not asking them to win the game even. We're asking them to hang around. And uh, I actually will be sprinkling on the money line. That'll be my first bet I make in Vegas probably. Or, or, or probably the, the first relatively big one I'll make. Um, looking at this Elks team, look, they did kind of t- take their foot off the gas pedal. But I'm going to focus on the positives. They looked really strong there in the first half last week. And look at the team they were playing. To me, that's the biggest thing we have to notice in this handicap is you're going from playing a Winnipeg team to playing a team like Hamilton. And I get it. Teams off a bye have been really, really strong this year in the CFL, but you still have Powell behind center, a new OC for Hamilton, and they've literally said, don't expect a big change right away. It will take time. Now, I wonder how much of a factor the minus five and a half here is because of the break and the bye week and all this and that. But to me, Trey Ford is a big upgrade at quarterback. The full game numbers don't show it, but the way that he's able to be mobile, escape the pocket, and he's hungry. He complained in his very first game that his coach was too conservative. And Chris Jones snapped back at him and said, hey, man, focus on executing for a full four quarters. I kind of respect that. I mean, he's ready to go. Trey Ford's ready to go. Lean towards the over as well, but I'll take the Elks plus the five and a half here. I don't think Hamilton can beat anybody by six right now in this league. I agree with you. And you know what? I think they can win this game. I think they can win this game. Okay? If you just let Trey Ford be Trey Ford, Open it up. Play for fun. You've lost a million games in a row. I think you could actually win this game. I'm with you with the five and a half. What about the uh, what about the Stampeders and the Blue Bombers on Friday night? Stampeders laying seven. This game gave it. You know, I it took me a long time to kind of gather my decision on this game, but I, I like getting points here at home with the Stamps plus the seven. Um, Drew Brown looked really good for the Bombers coming in. You know. I always say good teams at all levels are good, not just because their starters are good, but they have depth. Most of the time, really good teams are, are deep at a lot of positions. Um, Kalaros goes down. Drew Brown comes in. Looks great. But the Stampeders are a team now. Looking at their schedule, they've got Toronto, Winnipeg twice. They've got some tough games coming up for the rest of the season. I think they're a team, Gabe, that we want our money on them in these situations. In a pick em price or where they're a favorite, I don't want them. A couple weeks down the road, they play Edmonton back-to-back weeks. 
If it's a big enough number on Calgary, I'm going the other way on the Elks. But in this spot, getting seven points, I think this is where the Stampeders kind of do very well. And sometimes uh, off a big win, comeback kind of win, even though it was against Edmonton, we see teams like you know Winnipeg play down to their competition the next week. So I think that maybe Winnipeg could still win it, but I would not be surprised if Calgary comes out and plays one of their better games they've played in a few weeks here and uh, they cover this point spread. So I'll take the Stamps at home. I feel like this is the kind of bet where we want our money on Calgary. Once again, I agree with you. I really do. The total is 47 and a half in this game. I would expect there to be points put up on the board. Calgary, like like McKenna said, Calgary and Pickham situations where they need to win the game is not where you want them. But getting seven points on their home field, they just came off a, a, um, a road loss in Vancouver to the BC Lions where they got beaten down pretty good. And their coach was, like, madder than he's ever been before. Like, Dave Dickinson, sort of this nice, really nice guy. But they, like, uh, they were saying, like, Jim Barker and people that have known him forever, said that Matt Dunnigan said the same thing, McKenna. said they've never seen him that mad. Never. Like, in his career. As a player or a coach as he was on, on Saturday when they were getting drilled by the Lions. So the, you're, you're going to get a really focused BC, um, uh, Calgary team off that BC loss. I'm not saying they win a game, but their M.O. is they lose these heartbreakers at home like this in high-scoring games. So I'll take the seven with you in the over 47 and a half. I've been telling you, McKenna's on a weekly basis, the Alouettes are good. And we've been, they've been putting some nice money in our pocket this year. They've been like, they're a really good, fun story that people don't talk about. And I've been, I've been on them. I was like, you know what, this is a good spot. That's a good spot. And, you know, we've been riding the wave with the Alouettes. This one I have my concerns about, actually. Are Ottawa due for a win, McInnes? What do you think about this one? I will give you credit, Gabe. Uh, you, you know, you've liked this Alouettes team, getting some good prices with them. Uh, that's what's kind of fun about us doing these segments every week. You know, I think feel like you've kind of gotten a hang of who I've liked and different things like that. We're going back and forth. And I like Montreal, but here's the thing. Literally this morning, they're minus 130. Now I'm seeing prices, you know, a little bit different on the money line. Um, so I feel like at this point, I'd probably have to lay the minus two and a half. Here's the deal with Ottawa. I feel like they're... You know, for, ever, for as many CFL betters as there are out there, I feel like they're CFL betters' favorite team, whether it's overs or, or getting points with them. And here's the deal. Pretty much what I said about the Calgary Stampeders, how I want them, you know, getting seven, it's kind of like the same deal with, with the Red Blacks. This is a game where you're pretty much asking them to win, which is not something they've done very often, right? They had those two back-to-back -back wins, um, at huge outright wins against Winnipeg and Calgary. But other than that, you look across the board, the last several games, there's two losses in there against the Ticats, then they gave up 26 to the Riders and 44 against the Argos. So, I mean, sure, you look at those games against the, the Stamps and the Bombers where there was that big comeback and Dustin Crumb party, but in those games, they gave up 41 and 31. So I like Montreal no, right. here, minus two and a half. For a team as trendy as Ottawa are, they're actually three and six against the spread on the season. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, they are a good over team, though, since Crumb's taken over. The Alouettes are five and three straight up in ATS. All right, we'll get uh, more best bets uh, from McKinnis on the way out on the other side. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, quickest 108 minutes of Sports Talk Radio. McKinnis with us. We're in agreement with the Alks plus the points. I think there's going to be points in that game. As far as the total, 45 and a half. We're in agreement with the uh, the Bombers, and uh, I like the over in that game. The Alouettes, I've been riding them. I know this team well. I do. This one, I'm not locked. I haven't decided yet on this one. But Andrew says Montreal on the money line. And then finally, we've got uh, BC, the juggernaut that are the BC Lions. Um, now laying nine and a half points on the road against Saskatchewan and the Rough Riders. Sunday night football, the total is 45 in that game. Does that point spread begin to scare you off a little bit? A little bit, but it's pretty much like the quarterback lot issues of points, at hand for the... Sorry? It's a lot of points, man. Yeah, but you know what? The injury problem for Saskatchewan really bothers me. Like, it already was bothering me, and I, I was kind of a big defender of Mason Fine, but now you look towards the next man up, it sounds like Fine's going to be out for a few weeks. I, I kind of I like the under in this game. Um, I, I'm looking at rushing props, actually, for the, for the BC Lions. I, I don't. I think it's Mizell. Is that how you pronounce it? Taekwon Mizell. Over. Mizell, over 66 and a half uh, rushing yards. Um, this is the thing. You look at last week's game against Calgary. It was a big bet for me. I liked that rushing prop going in, but stayed off. Thank goodness. BC just kept on, you know, keeping the foot on the gas pedal. They just kept throwing the ball. I feel like in this game, if they get a good lead, they'll run the ball a lot. They'll utilize that run game, and their defense will shut down Saskatchewan. Here's the deal, Gabe. I'm tempted by the under in this one, but it does scare me that BC might pull it. So I kind of like the team total under for the uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. But uh, in case most people can't get down on that one uh, in America, I will say full game under here. It's the lowest total on the board, and I believe that is the case for a reason. So I'll go full game under BC Saskatchewan. The uh, CBS Sports Network CFL schedule, Thursday night football, Edmonton at Hamilton, 7.30 Eastern. Saturday night, Montreal at Ottawa, 7 p.m. Eastern. Sunday night football, BC and the Rough Riders, 7 p.m. Eastern. Andrew McKinnis kicking it with us. Enjoy Vegas, McKinnis. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks so much, Gabe. Take care, man. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 